Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. And now, ladies and gentlemen, this is Learn to Kick Fear with Love. Take Learn how internet marketers, real estate investors, and other entrepreneurs are overcoming their fears and making it happen and being successful. You know she's got the 411. It's time to kick those fears to the curb with love right now. Right now. Right now. Well, hello, 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 everyone. And again, welcome to another episode of Learning to Kick Fear to the Curb with your girl, me, Lo. I'm really excited about this show. I have uh, a young lady, uh, none other than Mrs. Chucky Starling. Uh, but before I bring her on, I'm going to tell you a little bit about her. Uh, but before I tell you a little bit about her, I have to say that she is a homegirl. So she is a homegirl, meaning that we both came. We're product of none other than H-Town, a.k.a. Henderson, or Henderson H-Town. And uh, we graduated from the same high school. And I'm really excited about what this young lady uh, is doing uh, in her business. And recently, most recently, uh, she hosted a, an empowerment uh, conference, a, a day conference with, with young ladies, with teenagers up to young ladies, maybe the ages of 17, 18 years old. And I was very honored uh, that she asked me to be a part uh, of, of being a, a panelist and just kind of talking to those young ladies along with myself and other professional uh, women in business. But to tell you a little bit about Chalky, Chalky is formerly a medical device sales manager. She understands the process game. And in 2012, she shifted gears to become a motivational speaker and certified life coach. As the primary marketer of her endeavors, Chalky has landed herself on some of the most sought-after opportunities in the world. She provides transitional coaching to ambitious women who are ready to progress to the next level. She's been labeled as a role model a leader and inspiration and founder of EmpowermentQueenTV.com. She supports individuals in reaching their goals and is and expanding the hope for women of tomorrow. So, ladies and gentlemen, none other, again, I'd like to introduce Chalky. How are you, Chalky? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing excellent. Thank you so much for taking the time to come on the show and just kind of share what's going on with you and uh you know, just some exciting things that, that's happening for you. Well, I'm happy to be here. Thank you for having me. No problem. Now, let me ask you a question. Let's, let's get started. How did you get started or motivated 
<clears throat> to become an entrepreneur, to become a life coach? What kind of puts you on this journey? Um, I must say that life coaching, I didn't go looking to be a life coach. This is something that actually found me. Um, I've always been the go-to girl, you know, between colleagues, um, in a professional setting, in my family, with friends. Um, I've always found myself being the person that everyone came to for positive encouragement, uh, to be a sounding board, um, to be sometimes the voice of reason. Um, I used to host these fun events um, for women, and they kept every year it would get larger and larger. And, and I didn't call them empowerment events at that time, but that's what they were. You know, I wanted to get a group of like-minded women together and try to support each other and share resources and um, try to help each other to accomplish the things that were important to us at that time. And before I knew it, it just turned into coaching. Um, I was coaching before I was certified, before I even knew what it was. Um, I was had already been called to do it. And there came a point in time for me where there were a lot of things happening in my life, both professionally and personally. And these are things that, um, and I'm, I'm sure we've all experienced them, I could not ignore. You know, they were signs. You know, there were, I, I wasn't happy. I wasn't fulfilled. You know, I felt like every goal that I'd ever set professionally um I was able to accomplish pretty early on, and I sort of felt empty, and um, I couldn't ignore the signs anymore. I couldn't ignore what the circumstances in my life were telling me, and so at that point, I started to do a lot of soul searching, and that's really where I started, was just doing the soul searching and having the conversations with my husband about the possibilities and the next steps, and that's how we got started. That is awesome. Uh, well, like I shared at the beginning of the show, we, we come from, from the same place. And I remember, you know, you, you know, when we were younger and in school, and uh, every time I, you know, interacted with you for, for, you know, whatever reason, you were always very positive, you were always smiling, uh, happy-go-lucky, cheerful, and that's what I, I remember. So I can easily see uh, how you, you know, just kind of fell in, like you said. It, it kind of attract. This opportunity came to you, if you will, because right. of who you are. And, Absolutely. Um, I, and I think that's important for individuals that are listening, that you know, are interested in entrepreneurship or starting a business, and not necessarily know what they want to do. Pay attention, like Chucky said. Pay attention to the signs. Pay attention to those things that you do well that people ask you to do or they would like for you to do or share, you know, and if it's pretty much the same thing or consistent, that may be some of the things that you want to focus on. Would, would you agree with that, Chalky? Absolutely. And to add to that, I can honestly say that um, I knew in my soul that there was value in my voice being heard. 
not because I like to hear people talk, but it's just what I saw over and over and over again, even before I was old enough or mature enough personally or professionally to understand it, there was value in my voice being heard. And I, I had to embrace and accept it as a gift, you know. And, yes. and I, I didn't feel like I got to the point, you know, as, as far as completely transitioning and, and leaving your full-time career, um, I knew that, that the value wasn't really attached to a job description or a, a large corporation. So right. um, you you have to be, in, at some point, you have to be honest with yourself about what your gifts are and, and how you want to share them with the world or if you want to share them with the world, what you want to do with them. Yes, I think that's, that's, that's good. Now let me ask you, when, when you, when you, first really got more serious about developing about developing this into uh, you know a business you know where, where, where you're doing it full time, did you have a mentor or any type of guidance you know during the early stages to help you? I did have a business mentor. I was very fortunate um, right out of college in my first professional position, I met a lady um, who sort of took me under her wing and um, coached me professionally and personally, you know, helped me make financial decisions, you know, taught me about investing and what that meant and the importance of it. So I did have a business mentor, but there became a point in time, you know, when it was time to put pen to paper and decide, am I going to walk away from my career? Um, Having a business mentor wasn't even enough, quite frankly, because this person was my mentor, but um, in terms of making solid business decisions on a day-to-day basis, um, having a business mentor and having, you know, my family and my support system, friends, it wasn't enough. I had to take it a step further and get a business coach. Um, yes. that's, that's what I ultimately had to do because there you'll find a lot of times that when people love you and they support you and they're proud of who you are and what you're doing, it really, after a while, it doesn't matter what you're talking to them about in terms of business. It's great. It's all great. And we know <laughs> right. that that everything we do, especially as a new business owner, I mean, it, it, it takes a lot to get to greatness, you know, when you're trying to launch an idea or a project or a business. So it really wasn't all great. So the, the, having a support system and even having a business mentor that, that, you know, always said, I'm here if you need me, on a day-to-day basis wasn't enough for me. So we, my husband and I decided that the best thing for me to do, and he really kind of helped me in this because, you know, he watched me stress, and every day he had to hear about it. So we decided to get a business coach, and that was actually one of the best decisions, I think, I could have made. You know, it helped me jump start a lot faster. Yes. And let's let's go back a little bit. Um, I, I, I have to agree, you know, I, I, I always talk about mentorship. I'm a mentor myself, and um, and, and me having a mentor pretty, pretty early on has, has just been critical to, to, to my success in cutting down time for, for me being able to be where I am today. So I, I always uh, promote uh, individuals finding a mentor. Now, I want to back Absolutely. up a little bit 
and yes, I want to back up a little bit and talk about your husband, artist. And I, I think it's important to hit on because there are women, women and men, uh, that have spouses that may not necessarily support them or can get with what they want to do or whatever the case may be. Talk about your experiences with your husband uh, and the, the, the real conversation you had with him the first time to let him know, honey, this is what I want to do. Uh, just kind of, kind of share a little bit about that experience and how he's been an asset uh, for you and in, in, in the support, huge support. Well, I am not trying to toot my own horn, but I have. <laughs> toot it, toot it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> I have a very wonderful and supportive husband. Um, when I when we first started talking about this, I was still very much employed and doing well. Um, this was probably two years prior to I actually, you know, prior to my actually making the move. Um, he knew I was not happy. He knew I wasn't fulfilled. You know, a part of me felt like I had to do this because this is what I've been groomed for. And when I say this, I don't mean being an entrepreneur. I had to be in corporate America. I had to have this job. Every sacrifice that I had made, you know, as far as um, night school, working full time, going to school at night, um, you know, taking certain positions in corporate America. You know, you, you get in the leadership programs where you're on a fast track to management. Every single decision that I had made had prepared me to be in, you know, the place in my career that I was in. And so a part of me almost felt obligated to stay in that position. And he could see the struggle. You know, he knew I was living out of a bag. You know, I traveled a lot with my job. You know, um, I I was managing four states, a multi-state territory, and um, it, it was just really wearing on me. You know, 10 years ago... It was the thing to do, but, you know, after you keep laying down and, and waking up, you start to see things a little different. Yeah. And I didn't talk about it a lot, but as a partner, he could see that struggle. And so he came to me and asked me, why are you doing this? Which it was a very critical, and I, I asked my clients, I sit down, and that's one of the questions that I asked them initially in the consult, why? Why are you doing this? Um, yeah. And he asked me that, why Why are you doing this? You're not happy? Um, but I, I felt a certain amount of obligation. You know, when you have a family, you make yeah. decisions based on, you make financial decisions. You know, you make decisions for, as far as lifestyle decisions for your family, um, based on a certain amount of income. And when you're thinking about being an entrepreneur, especially when you're ready to transition and go full-time, a lot of times there's no guarantee with, guarantees with that, you know. Um, and so he, he, he asked me the tough questions. Before I was even ready to answer them, he kind of put them in the atmosphere and told me, I mean, he's, he's, over the years he's shown me this, that he was my biggest fan. But he put his money where the mouth, you know, he put his money where his mouth was. And he said, 
I will support you in this. Whatever that means for us, we'll we'll do this together. And I honestly, I, I'm going to be very, very honest. You know, we we wave our independent flag, and you know, we're hard working, and we got this, and we rock the world, and you know, there's songs about it. <laughs> yes. But there's no way. There is no way that I could be doing what I'm doing. You know, I, I wake up every single morning, and I'm not just saying this because it sounds good. I wake up excited, ready for my feet to hit the floor because of the job that I get to do every day. And I have yes. never experienced that a day in my life until I transitioned into doing work that I knew I was called to do. And that would not be possible without my supportive husband. That is that's awesome, and uh, it really is a blessing. And it um, is. I can tell, I can tell that you are happy, and you you you're in what you're doing. It's your passion, uh, and I, I think that's very important. Thank you for sharing it. I do want to ask you now, as far as fear, what fears did you have to deal with, or maybe still deal with periodically? Maybe a fear, the fear of failure, or the fear of not knowing. How did you deal with that? Because a lot of times as an entrepreneur, there's fear there. I, I think with anybody that starts a new endeavor, mm-hmm. just totally mm-hmm. changes and, and, and gets a whole new uh, uh, life. Because when you're an entrepreneur, it just it totally changes your life. Did, did you mm-hmm. experience any fear? And, and what were the things that you did to overcome them? Okay. I'm, I'll tell you, um, funny that you asked that because I was very, I knew, Lo, I knew in my soul that this was what, this was the move that I was supposed to make. I had the support system. You know, the support system was there. I had the business mentor. I had the business coach. Um, You know, I had done the work, so to say, as far as, you know, trying to prepare to start a business and transition. I had done the work. So I went in pretty confident. But it does not matter how confident you are and how prepared you are. And I'm sure if we could sit down with some of the greats, you know, and have some real dialogue with them, they will tell you the same thing. Fear at some point does creep in, you know. Yeah. There, there's mm-hmm. a point in time when those voices in your head, I don't care how prepared you are, you can't mute them. You know, you can't silence them. They're there. They're real. You know, you, you, they're they're talking to you, telling you things. Um, and my greatest fear, actually, starting out was failure. You yes. know, it was, you know, the, and the voices sometimes would say, girl, have you lost your mind? You know, are <laughs> you crazy? Yes. Are you crazy? You know, what if you fail? What if you take every all of this and lose it because of, you know, something that you thought was right for you to do. You know, all these things would come. Um, fear of failure was one. And then after I started, you know, sorting through it, the other thing that kind of made me nervous was the fear of success. Yes. Which was strange. You know, when it, when it happened, it was unfamiliar. You know, but with being an entrepreneur, it does feel a little different, you know. Um, Just the change alone and the unknown, like you mentioned before. And then for me, I'm just 
by nature, I'm extremely private. And to for me to launch a very virtual, you know, to launch a virtual business and not be not have my life be private was huge. You yes. know, because I, I prefer to kind of stay under the radar. I'm a kind of an under the radar type of girl, you know. Yes. Um mm-hmm. so there was a lot of you know, even when you flip the coin and you say, well, what if I do all, you know, what if I'm successful? There's a, 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 a pretty good amount of fear that comes with that, too, as an entrepreneur. Um, yes. And what I did, Lo, I am a list maker. I have lists everywhere. You know, it's, it's yeah. pretty overwhelming as an entrepreneur. You know, just the day-to-day is overwhelming. You know, if you're not working and you're, you don't have a team, if you don't do the work, you know, if you're not working, then nothing's happening. There's no growth. Right. There's no revenue. There's no profit. You know, you you have overhead going in. You can, you know, you, have, you worry about that. Um, and, and all of those things, the processes, the learning curves, you know, everything you have to put in place, all of those things can overwhelm you, you know. Yes. And so I have to make lists. And so that's what I did with my fears. I actually had a running list, which I know you probably think is the craziest thing ever, but I'm being completely <laughs> transparent here. And if Wait, anybody whatever ever helps. saw it, yeah, 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 if anybody ever saw it, you know, it'd be something to talk about, let me tell you. But I was very honest, and I had a running list of fearful thoughts. Yes. And for every single one of them, I would ask myself, and this, some of this I didn't learn to do on my own after I went to school, you know, I was taking classes and stuff before I actually launched um, this business. But, uh, you know, when I went to school and got certified, we learned a lot of techniques. And so I put them to work, you know, with, with some of the issues I was having. But for every single fearful thought on my list, I would ask myself one of three questions. The first question that I asked myself was, what is the possible, wor- I mean, what's the worst possible scenario? You know, mm-hmm. what what's the worst thing that could happen here? You know, whether it's failure, dealing with failure, what if those fears come true? You know, what's the absolute worst that could happen? And I would write it down for that particular fear. After yeah. I do that, I would then ask myself, okay, well, you know, because this is something new, you're going to have to take some risks. Are you willing to accept the risk that comes along with this fear? Yes. And sometimes the answer was no, Lo. I had to be really honest and say, no, Mm -hmm. not today. Maybe one day. We're not going to, you know, cancel it out completely, but today I'm not willing to take that risk. I'd be honest with myself, and so I would write it down. That was the next question. And the third question for every single um, fearful thought on my list was, well, what if the complete opposite happened? For example, I'll give you an example. One of, one of the things that I always worried about was, okay, you have you planned and you have this money saved. What if all, What if it all runs out? What if you go broke, mm-hmm. you know, while you're trying to build your business? Which I felt right. like was a very fair question, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, after I said, okay, are you willing to assume that risk? And I answered that. 
then and and when you when you when you're being very true to yourself about what you're doing and you get to the place where you understand that whether I make a a, a coin, a penny for this or not, this is what I'm going to do. When you get to that place and you're willing to accept the risk, um, then it's easier to ask yourself that, those kind of questions. And I was at that place where it didn't matter to me, honestly. Did I want Obviously, I wanted to build a business and build a brand and um, do well and be successful. But what if I didn't make any money for a while? Would I be okay with that? You know? Mm-hmm. Uh, yes. And and when I said to myself, okay, what if your money runs out? And then I asked myself, well, what if it doesn't run out, which was the complete opposite of what I was feeling, then that made me turn that particular fear completely around and forced me to look at the other side of it. So even on yes. my own, I was able to give myself a completely different perspective just by asking myself that question. Yes. And our brains believe, and this is there's scientific research to prove this. I'm not just, you know, pulling this out of the sky. Yes. Your brain will believe whatever you tell it. There, there yes. are a whole lot of us now walking around that believe to our soul that certain things are true, and they're not. They're right. Not. Just because we believe them doesn't make them the truth. That's right. And so they, after I, you know, asked myself those questions and I flipped it around to say, well, what if the complete opposite happened, you know, of that fear, and I was able to look at that other perspective, then I was able to then to start to give my send my brain a different message. So I stopped saying, okay, what if your money runs out and you're broke? I started saying, well, what if it never runs out and it's not an issue? You know, I started sending my brain yes. that message. And yes. then the energy around what I worked on was different. You know, the creativity was different around it. You know, more, uh, and you mentioned the empowerment conference that we yes. had. Um yes. When you look at it differently and you change the energy around it and you get fear out of it completely, Mm -hmm. remove the fear in it all, then things start to happen. You know, you're worried about the financial aspect on one side, but when you flip it around and say, well, what if if we have everything we need? What if all the funding and the resources are there? Then that's exactly what I started to attract, and that's exactly what happened. Yep. So for me, it was just a matter of working through those fears, getting them out of my head. Um, because sometimes when you leave them there and you listen to them for so long, it can debilitate you. Yeah. You know, you you stop taking action. And on Monday, you might be real fired up about your idea, you know. But by the end of the week, by Thursday, you could be somewhere completely different. So every day you have to find yourself. If they come come to your mind every day, you have to work through them. Uh, Otherwise, yes. they'll keep you from moving forward with what you need to be doing. Absolutely. I think that's fantastic um, what you just shared. And I'm a huge fan of, of, of um, affirmations, motivational quotes, uh, because it reminds me of, what I am, you know, and, and, and what I'm doing. It keeps me positive. It keeps me, you know, uh, my mindset as I can conquer anything because I believe I can. Right. 
And right. you have to you have to have those individuals, people, whether it's a mentor, whether it's a, a accountability partner, whether it's the questions that you write out like you just shared and you you, you answer them uh, very honestly uh, with mm-hmm. motivational quotes, affirmations, prayer, whatever. All those things help to totally eliminate and destroy fear so that Absolutely. you can move forward in your purpose and in your destiny. So I, I really like that what you shared. We've got a couple of minutes left. Really quickly, I want you to share maybe a couple of things that motivate you when sometimes you may not necessarily, you know, have all just the joy and excitement on certain days. Because, granted, sometimes, you know, we may have our days, but what, what do you do to keep you motivated? Um, all the things that you just mentioned, I I do myself. I love the quotes. I do daily affirmations. Um, prayer and meditation are huge for me. In fact, yes. on the days that I don't spend that time, that quiet time, meditating, you know, seeking clarity and direction and inner peace about what I'm working on, you know, that my work day doesn't go the same. So that is very critical for me to have that quiet time to meditate and pray. Um, that's important. Another thing that I do, low is I listen to recordings. You know, yes. I listen to, some of them are spiritual. Some of them are motivational. You know, some of them are um, other coaches, master coaches, you know, people that I can continue to learn from and grow from. You know, it's not enough to just start your business. And I believe Zig Ziglar said it best. You know, he talked about motivation. He said, you know, it's like taking a bath. You do it every day because yes. it doesn't last. Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah, I love that um, That's right. Yeah, me too. And it's, it's absolutely true. You have to find yourself every day pouring into yourself, you know, um, to yes. stay motivated. Because absolutely. it's hard when you're an entrepreneur. It's, it's, it's rough out here, you know. <laughs> that's right. you you got you to gotta yeah. be ready. And I, I didn't mean to cut you off, but I want to make sure – that everyone, please go and visit Chalky's website, uh, Starling, com, as well as EmpowermentQueenTV.com. Um, I'm going to make sure and have her website in, in the description of this show. Uh, Chalky, again, thank you so much for your You're time. You're so welcome. This, this is, thank this you. This has been great. This has been very great. Thank and one thing I want to leave you guys with, uh, do not let fear choose your destiny. Take care and take action. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.